Hello, everybody. Before we start today's episode, I am so excited to announce that we officially have a new sponsor of Simply Finance with Shane White, and that is Routine. Um, I actually had one of the founders of Routine on the podcast as one of my early on founder series episodes uh, back in 2020. And um, they are now officially the sponsor of Simply Finance with Shane White. So, so excited to announce them to all of you. Uh, Routine was founded by a husband and wife with one simple goal, establish healthy routines for healthy lifestyles. The founders tried a lot of hydration and wellness supplements and found that most are full of sugar, synthetic ingredients, and were also made overseas in uncontrolled environments and didn't accomplish what they claimed to do. Instead of, in, in, sorry, instead of reinventing the wheel, uh, Routine looked to time-tested natural ingredients that generations of parents have trusted. They focused on creating products that keep those natural ingredients whole, but make them more convenient for our modern, busy lives. Their newest product is called Mo Morning Routine. Um, just so you know, when we sleep, we lose around a pound to a pound and a half of water, expelling vapors, sweat, etc. Each packet of morning routine, which they come in a single serve packet, little tear away packet you dump in water. Each packet contains half an organic lemon, one tablespoon of apple cider vinegar and Himalayan sea salt. This combination has all six essential electrolytes and most importantly, no sugar. As I mentioned, it's just a one uh, serving tear packet that you dump in around 20 ounces of water. Um, they suggest you start your day with this. That's why it's called morning routine. And as always, routine is made up of trusted ingredients made convenient. The link to routine is in the show notes. If you want to just go and find that, click and it'll take you to their website. Or you can go to yourroutine.com. And as an offer from routine to all of my listeners, if you'd like to get 30%, which is a huge discount to start off, 30% off your first order at yourroutine.com. Or again, link in the show notes. At checkout, use code ShaneWhite30 to get 30% off. All right, everybody. Hope you guys check out Routine. Um, you know, as you all know, I normally always share with you guys brands, um, products that I'm passionate about. Um, you know, I've talked about Robinhood, talked about Whoop in the past, and Routine is no different. Um, I do believe in what they're building. I love their products. Uh, morning Routine um, has been something that I've been taking and I've seen great results. I honestly just feel more energized. Um, I feel more hydrated, if that makes sense. Like I really do. Um, and so I think you guys will love the product. And as always, like I said, um, if you use Shane White 30, you can get 30% off your first order. So it's a great way to try out the product and see if it's something that you can enjoy. All right, everybody. The next episode is up right after this. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Simply Finance with Shane White. Today it is Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday. Actually, I'm recording this, and um, I've been wanting to do one of these, you know, for really about a week as a follow up to um, the first episode where I talked about, uh, you know, all this GameStop and and other craziness that's been going on in the stock market. And I thought this was a great time to just kind of reflect on the last few weeks. 
of some of this craziness. Um, obviously, there's going to be a lot more to come as far as uh, you know what actually happened with Robin Hood. Will anyone be held accountable for it? Was it legal what they did? Um, today's episode is not necessarily getting into that, but more so just for anyone who this if this was your first time uh, being in the stock market or you know really being in the world of some of this craziness that has happened. Um, just some takeaways from it. Uh, I've lived through and been invested for a couple of these now. And so I thought it'd be great for, especially for you guys who are newer, um, just to have someone give a perspective on, um, you know, how, how this went down, uh, really lessons learned from this and then really like what you can do in the future. Cause it, this will inevitably in some way, shape or form happen again. Um, so we'll just, we'll dive right in. And, you know, it's funny as I was thinking back and I was kind of looking, preparing for this episode, um, it reminded me a lot of the 2017, 2018. At that time, it was really Bitcoin and Ethereum explosion that happened overnight. And back then, if any of you guys were involved, I mean, even if you weren't, you might have seen some of the headlines uh, just around how people people were getting well known for, you know, taking a second mortgage out or pulling all of their 401ks and dumping it into Bitcoin. And it was doing the same thing that a lot of these stocks were doing over the last few weeks. They were, you know, basically going to the moon um, and just growing each day exponentially without great reason or understanding why. And people didn't want to miss out. People, you know, quickly did the math and realized the rate it's going, if they can put a ton of money behind it, um, it could be a life-changing week for them, for example. And they weren't wrong, right? If you were lucky enough to get in early and sat there and watched it, you know, go to the top and then you sold, uh, yeah, you could have made a ton of money. It, it has happened before. It'll happen again. Um, but one of the takeaways back then and, you know, the 2017, 2018 timeframe at the end of the year when that was going on was a lot of people got burned. Um, you know, supply and demand at its finest. Sometimes when things act out uh, of an economic principle, like GameStop, for example, or, um, you know, Bitcoin back in the day, people, it gets to a point where people then start selling it, right? You had all these people that rode the wave and they've made money. And then all of a sudden the tidal wave shifts directions and people are like, oh shit, I made a ton of money. I'm going to get the hell out. They start selling. Then it starts going the other way. And eventually it evens itself out as always. But the people who jump in late, uh, the people who were near the top of the growth, when they come in late and they put a lot of money in and then everyone else who came in early is is pumped that the stock or the crypto or whatever it is has made a ton of money and they start selling. Um, the people who came in late are the ones who get screwed, right? And so back then, I remember there's a lot of people who, you know, whether it was, like I said, taking a second mortgage out, putting in their, you know, pulling their 401ks and investing it, um, you know, using the money for your student loans and instead of, you know, using it for school, using it on Bitcoin. A lot of people had done crazy things and, and those are the stories that you saw in the news and what popped up. Now, what happened this time, I'm hoping no one did. I'm hoping no one did those same things. I'm sure people did. I've heard a few stories of some craziness that's gone on. But the one thing I love to tell everybody when this goes on, it's so fun. I get it. It's so fun to be involved. It's fun to put money at it. Uh, and I'm not, this episode is not to, you know, deter anyone per se. Um, 
to get involved or to do it because you can make money, right? People made money in this round, just like they always do. Um, so this episode is not meant to, you know, not tell you to take part in this stuff in the future. But what I will tell you is just like any other bubble, the bubble pops and things do go back to some sort of reality at some point. Um, now for things like crypto, where it's not necessarily backed by a business with financial statements, um, that's a little bit outside the realm of what I like to say, you know, the true um, principles of economics. Because in crypto, there really is no ceiling, there really is no floor per se. Um, so to my, in my opinion, it's a little bit more of a gamble. You could see upside, you could see downside. I like to just keep putting some money in crypto to keep my positions diversified. For example, today, and this is going to sound very minuscule to most of you, uh, I just literally threw 25 bucks into each of the three cryptos that I've been following closely um, today, just for fun. I just had extra money in my brokerage account. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to put some of my money towards three different cryptos. Is that going to be life-changing if it pops? No, it won't. Um, could it help the growth of my portfolio this year? For sure. And it's another way to stay diversified. So I just want you guys to remember um, you know, what the internet hype can do. Um, like I said, I jumped in and bought some GameStop. Uh, when it started going, I decided to buy some. I held on to it for a very short period of time. I don't normally do this. And if a lot, a lot of you that listen to me know that that's not something I normally take part in. But um, it was fun, to be honest. It was fun. Uh, made a little bit of money and got out. Now, um, is that something I always take part in? No, I don't. As you guys all know, I'm, I'm much more into the consistent purchasing diversification and growth of our portfolio. But uh, I do think taking part in some of that is fun. And with the craziness that was going on, um, I, I just want you guys to remember that when you're jumping into things um, like the hype that's been happening, it's really no different than gambling, right? I mean, this is where uh, if you guys listen to the episode with my, my good friend, Andrew, we kind of talked about the differences between sports gambling and investing. And there's lots of similarities. And there's also obviously a lot of differences. But when you're jumping in to something like GameStop, where, where financially, economically, just the principles of investing, it doesn't make sense. And that's why the, you know, the hedge funds, the, the Wall Street suits got screwed is because things moved in a direction that didn't make sense. Um, you know, you just got to be careful. Don't over divert, like don't undiversify or de-diversify. I'm not sure what the right word is. Uh, your portfolio just to take part in something crazy. This is again, this is just my two cents. This is my perspective as I looked over the last few weeks, reading, talking to friends, talking to colleagues and seeing what people are doing. This is just my experience. Um, and what I like to say is it the, the GameStop, the, you know, some of these crypto uh jumps. I treat them, like I said, like, uh, like gambling. So what do you do with gambling? Well, first of all, you put, you should, if you're someone who does it responsibly, you put money aside that you think you can lose. So when I think about gambling, when I think about jumping into things like this, I like to put an amount of money to the side that if I jump in and lose it all, it's not going to be number one. It's not gonna be life changing. It's not going to be detrimental to me and my family. If anything, it'll just be it'd be no different than um, putting money into anything for entertainment, right? Going to before COVID and the craziness when you could actually go to stuff, 
you know, if the, the, the price of a ticket to go to a game, if you decided to spend that on gambling and, you know, you, 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 youth looked at it as, you know, I'm not going to the game. I'm not going to spend that money on a ticket, but I'll bet on the game or I'll bet on GameStop. And if I lose it all, it's okay. Cause that was money that I was going to spend on entertainment anyway. What you don't want to do is take money out of your portfolio and put it to something like this, where it actually can hurt the growth of your portfolio over a year. Um, and that's my perspective. So don't use money that you can't go without. Um, and really, I know this is a simple, clear message, but I think it's good to learn from this. Um, you know, in my opinion, still nothing beats just consistent purchasing and diversifying your portfolio. I've said it's on blue in the face, but you know, every time you get paid or once a month or every week, whatever works for you, just making sure you're consistently putting money in the market. If you're someone who you know had sold something or had some money sitting in there that you haven't invested yet and you wanted to take part in all this, I think it was a good learning lesson. For someone who hasn't been a part of something crazy like this with investing, it is fun to even put a little bit of money in, see what happens, learn something. It, it, obviously, as you all know, or if you don't know, I've, I've at least talked about it on here. When you put money in and you're invested literally um, into the performance of a stock, of a crypto, of, of all this stuff, you just pay a lot more attention, right? So it helps you do that. Um, but just be careful, right? Um, you just, you don't want to use money that you don't have or you need on things like this. And I hope all of you had fun. I mean, to me, I, uh, one thing I wanted to mention on this episode, I wrote down, I was like, you know, hell yeah to all of you who jumped in, who made some money and got out. Like, honestly, good for you. I love to hear these stories. This whole thing that happened is crazy. And once a lot of the dust settles and we have answers for a lot of things, I would love to go back and I'll, I'll do a little more detailed episode on, on my perspective on the facts. Um, and until then, I don't want to get too into, you know, my beliefs on what should or should not have happened. But I hope that all makes sense. When things are crazy, when the internet is driving mass hysteria around things, I am going to be the first one to say, I agree. It's fun to get in. It is fun to get involved. Just do it smartly. Um, you know, do it in a way that's not going to burn you. Um, and see if you can make some money for sure. If you have some money you want to play with, or, you know, or for example, a lot of people I know, the Robinhood account is their play money, right? They actually put money. If someone, excuse me, manage it in a completely separate account. And then whatever's in Robinhood, that's for them to test things, to learn, to, to risk. And that's fine too. And if that's your strategy, it's your strategy. Really the biggest takeaway is just have a strategy. If you want to get in and, and your, your uh, perspective is like what I just said, if you lose it all, it's okay. Or if you want to make a little bit of money, you know, have a strategy, have a time you want to get out, have a price you want to get out. Um, the, the worst thing you can do is just buy it and then get emotional and sell. You know, if you see an article or you get freaked out at a swing, that's not going to help. So just make sure you have a strategy. If you get in and you have a strategy and you stick to your strategy, you're, you know, you're way above the rest of the market and the competition. So things to remember. All right, everybody, be safe out there. Uh, be smart with your investing. I thought this was timely as, uh, you know, the Super Bowl is tonight. Good example. You know, I'm literally going to bet probably $25 on the game tonight. I am uh, not a huge gambler. I like to put my money into things that I see a return on, but it's fun, right? If you're going to watch the Super Bowl, um, I am definitely, me and my wife love to pick some of these prop bets now. So, you know, betting on the length of the national anthem or betting on uh, heads or tails. Some of that stuff is just too fun to pass up a couple bucks. You can win some money. 
makes watching the game fun, especially if they're not your teams. So hope everyone enjoys it. Uh, it's been great uh, covering this craziness, and I hope you guys learned a little something today. And we'll be back with some great episodes this coming week. We got some great guests lined up and I'm fired up about. And uh, as always, thank you for listening. If you like today's episode, please share it out. Um, and as always, if you can leave, leave a five-star review and leave an actual review, it greatly helps the growth of the platform. And as always, I can't thank you guys enough for listening. And I will talk to you soon. All right. See ya.